You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, greetings. Welcome again to our broadcast, Taking Territories today. I'm so delighted to bring to you the Word of God again. And uh, it's always a privilege, you know, to minister to the saints, the Word of God. And uh, right now we're going to go into the Word of God. And I'm excited about what we're talking about. You know, this year God spoke to us. Um, God, God has given us a word that we are pursuing, you know. And uh, it's, it's a, a year of uh, greater heights and unprecedented exploits. And again, you remember our fast. We were fasting and we focused on the awesome God. So this awesome God is taking us higher. He's taking us to heights we never imagined. I believe that this is your year. I'm telling you, this is your year to ascend to greater heights. It doesn't matter where you are. You need to look up to this awesome God because he's about to do something, something amazing in your life. You're about to break barriers. You're about to break limitations and to rise higher and not only that exploits are going to abound in your life exploits great exploits unprecedented exploits will abound in your life okay so and for you to experience these things there are certain principles that need to be well established in you your thinking, for instance, is a major factor. Your thinking is a major factor in you becoming who God wants you to be. Most of the time, most of the time, the problem is not with, uh, is not with, with God. The problem is always on our side. It, the problem is never with the word of God. The problem is with our thinking. The problem many times, many times our faith problems are actually our thinking problems. All right. So, uh, so I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to share a few principles, a few thoughts with you today. All right. And I call this specializations in faith. Why do I do that? Why am I calling it specializations in faith? I want you to picture I want you to picture uh, like in certain fields of endeavor. For instance, in the medical field, we have specialists, people that specialize in different aspects of, of medicine. You know, you have people who specialize in children, uh, uh, pediatrics, and then we have people who specialize in surgery, general surgery, and uh, people that specialize in, in the... In the uh, Gynecologists, for instance, you have um, um, uh, different ones, Pulmono pulmonologists, <laughs> a tongue twister there for me. Uh, you know, so these are all areas, fields, still part of medicine, but there are people who concentrate. They concentrate on that aspect until they become skilled and they become specialists in those fields. So that's different from a general practitioner who, who, has, who, who knows generally about many things but is not a specialist in a particular field. Okay, So bringing that to the spiritual and the faith walk, 
I'm telling you that there is also a place for specializations. And I'm not saying that you should, uh, you should just be narrowed down in one area, one aspect of your, of your faith work. But the point is that you need to start from somewhere. Okay? The good thing is that you can, you can, you can start from one, uh, from, from one aspect and then develop and increase and increase and increase and grow and grow and grow. Um, I used to know someone who had a, who was a, his, he was a multi-specialist, you know, specialized in different fields of medicine, seven different medical degrees. Can you imagine that? A whole lot of study it takes. So uh, in the life of faith, that like uh, we've said before that um, many people have the erroneous idea that because you believe in God, because you have faith in God, then automatically it translates to every area of your life. It does not work like that. And that's why I'm using the word specialization because, for instance, if you want to, if you want to, uh, if you want to work on the area of your health, okay, the area of your health, now you need to develop the mindset of a specialist. Develop the mindset of a specialist and approach the area of health in your, your, uh, with your faith in that with that kind of mentality, okay? So that means you are going to focus on the Word of God, the aspects that deal with health. So let's look at, the Bible says um, in uh, Romans chapter 10, I read from Romans chapter 10, uh, and uh, I read verse, verse 8 says, But what does it say? The Word is near you, in your mouth, the word of faith which we preach. Okay, so now this is, this is where he says now in verse 9 that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. See, verse 10 says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the heart man believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So righteousness begins in the heart. Righteousness begins in the heart. With the heart man believes unto righteousness. You need to believe when the word of God comes to you and that word, you hear it, that word is now in your mouth. God gives you the opportunity to partake in the miracle, in the miracle that is going to take place in you, in your spirit. All right. So, so he says the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. The word, even as your, the word of God is coming to you now, it is in your heart. It's getting into your heart. All right, it's getting into your heart. How do I know? I've prayed for it to get into your heart. And also, it is the word of God. It is, it is spirit and it's life. All right. So the word is in your mouth. You need to now open your mouth and speak it. And speak it. And that's how you got saved. Salvation is the biggest miracle that has ever happened to you. 
But look at how it happened. How did it happen? You believed in your heart and you spoke with your mouth. All right. You believe unto righteousness and you confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And then boom, the the salvation took place. It took place. Now, the same principle is what you will take and use if you're going to specialize in the particular area of your life. Let's say in the area of health, in the area of health, what you need to do, you need to understand, which takes me to the next point uh, in verse 17, same Romans chapter, chapter 10. He says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you want health, if you want to experience uh, divine health, what you need is your faith to Target the area of your health. Okay. You need faith to target that area. It's not the same faith that got you saved. That got you born again. No, no, no. That's not how it's going to produce healing and health in your body. So to produce healing and health in your body, you need faith. You need to hear the word on healing. Okay, you need to hear the word on healing in order for faith, for healing to come. All right, so when when you hear the word of God for healing, now faith for healing comes. And when faith for healing comes and you act on that, that's how come uh, you will experience God's healing power in your in your body. Okay. So isn't that interesting? Yes. So you can apply the same principle. So um, when you, if, if there's a particular area of your life, you think about your life. Now, we, you want to do, you want to attain great heights, okay? You want to um, um, manifest great exploits, unprecedented exploits. You want to manifest that in your life. Now, what you need is to locate the word. The word that applies to that area. All right. So that's not the time that you become a generalist. No, no, no. Why? Because you want something specific. So if you want something specific, that means you need to apply the mind of a specialist. Apply the mind of the specialist at least for that period of time. For that season, you need to focus on what you want to achieve. Focus on that. So you start building your faith on healing you build your faith on healing and as you build your faith on healing and health God begins to move in your life glory to God hallelujah so that's how many people many people that got healed in the ministry of Jesus how did it happen they heard they heard the word of God and as they heard the word of God they got healed they got healed all right, so um, let, me, let, me, let me read a scripture um, just an, as an example of, uh, of what we are talking about. You remember, you remember the case when Jesus was, was, was ministering, uh, when, when Jesus was ministering, he, he brought forth the word of God, right? And there was, um, there was, as, as he was preaching, let me, uh, in Luke, 
So let me read from, from Mark's, um, Mark's version. All right. Chapter 9. Mark chapter 9, I'll read from verse 1. And he said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, uh, there are some here standing present who will not taste death till they see the kingdom of God present with power. No, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. Okay. Now, let's see. Where, where is that scripture? Uh, I'm using a different Bible today. So, all right. Verse 14. Mark, uh, Mark chapter 9, verse 14. And uh, when, when it came to pass that the disciples saw, uh, the, he came to his disciples he saw a great multitude around them and the scribes disputing with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him and greeted him. They asked the scribes, uh, then he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? And one from the crowd said, teacher, I brought my son who has a mute spirit. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and foams at his mouth and gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered, uh, he answered him and said, O oh, faithless and perverse generation, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell to the ground and wallowed and foamed in his mouth. And so he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit. All right? Saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out and convulsed him greatly and came out of him and he became as a dead man. So that many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he had come to, into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said to them, this kind cannot come, can come, cannot come out by, but by prayer and fasting. This kind of what? Is it this kind of demon? No, not this kind of demon. This kind of unbelief that you have. Because Jesus said to them, it is because of your unbelief. Your unbelief hindered you. 
Your unbelief did not allow you to operate in the supernatural. Your unbelief did not allow you to operate in the power of God. Now this man brought, this man brought his son to the disciples. Why? Because he has seen the disciples minister before or he has heard about the disciples ministering or else he would not have brought them to him. The disciples must have operated in the supernatural at some point and Jesus had empowered them before. Jesus had empowered them before. So this man thought, okay, no, these guys are now, these guys are also specialists in this kind of cases because they probably have operated that way before, okay? So he comes to, the, to them, but they are unable to. They are unable to. Why? Jesus has explained to them, he says, it's because of their unbelief. All right? Now, now, when the man came to Jesus, he asked Jesus to have compassion. He says, if you can do anything, you know, if you can do anything, since your disciples could not do it, if you can do it, please have mercy on us. And, and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can't believe. Now I want you to notice something here. I want you to notice something here. This guy was trying to put the responsibility on Jesus. Okay? He was trying to put the responsibility of his, the healing of his son on Jesus. When he says, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. So he's putting, pushing the responsibility on Jesus. Alright? Now, I know Jesus had a level of responsibility, but Jesus now pushed back to him to say, if you can believe, if you can have faith, if you can have faith, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, all things are possible. All right. So immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Tears running down his eyes. He is desperate for help. He's desperate. And he's, he says, Lord, I believe. I believe. Help my own belief. I believe. You know, in other words, I believe. But, you know, there is also unbelief. It's a mixture. Oh, I believe. But help my own belief. I believe that you can do it. I believe that you can do it. Oh. But what your disciples have done, you know, kind of causes me to, to begin to, to doubt, to have unbelief. But Lord, I believe. Help me. Help me. And Jesus turns and then he rebukes that dumb spirit. And he tells the spirit to leave the child. And the, the spirit leaves. So most of the people that came to Jesus came after having heard, after having heard of what Jesus could do, of what he did to other people. If you remember the story, the woman with the issue of blood, the woman with the issue of blood, she heard about Jesus. Then she said in her heart, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. So she heard and then she believed. Okay, the word came. Faith comes by hearing. She heard. This guy heard. Then faith, although he's struggling with unbelief, but he heard Jesus. 
He heard Jesus say, if you can believe, all things are possible. That the word of God brings faith. So if you want to zero in on the area of healing, for instance, you need to get the word of God. Get scriptures on healing. Become like a specialist and just lock yourself with those scriptures and begin to read them, begin to meditate on them and begin to declare them over your life. Begin to declare them over your body. That's how you become a specialist. Okay, you become a specialist in the, in the healing of your body. Hallelujah. So you can apply that to finances as well. You take, take the scriptures, you need to hear the word on finance so that faith will come. You might not hear somebody speaking of finances, but you need to go to the scriptures. Look at the, look at the word, scriptures that apply to finance. Take scriptures that apply to finance and begin to meditate on them. Begin to meditate on them. That helps you to begin to develop a, a specialty in the area of finance. Faith for finance comes when you hear the word of God on finance. Because the word of God has, uh, there is what God said about finance. There is what God said about meet, meeting your needs. God spoke about that many times. Hmm? Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So if you need finance for your business, you can go as well and have the mindset, the approach it like a specialist. And then begin to build your faith there. Begin to build your faith. Let me tell you something. The word of God is full of the energy of God. It's full of the power of God to accomplish whatever it says. So if you don't dwell long enough on the word, the power in it will not be strong enough to change your situation. So that's why you need to develop the mindset of a specialist when you go there. And I'm not saying that, okay, you, you just stick to healing and say, oh, that's all that. I'm not a healing specialist. I don't need to apply the, my faith in other areas. No, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not the essence of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when there is a need, when there is a need, you need to, to know how to take the word of God. And, and begin to apply, becomes skilled in the word of God. All right? That's what the scriptures are given to you for. That you might be thoroughly equipped and skilled in the word of righteousness. Hallelujah. So um, you can take that, apply to your, to your business. You can apply to your relationships. The same approach. It's the same approach. Apply to your relationships. Hallelujah. You apply it to protection. You, you know, so many scriptures. Healing, 1 Peter 2.24, you know, by his stripes we were healed. Take all the scriptures, take all the scriptures on healing and begin to. Be diligent. You have to be diligent. You can't be a specialist if you're not diligent. Okay? So you study it, you write them down, take them, write them down, and then begin to speak it. Let it enter into your heart. Let it enter into your heart and you start seeing yourself healed. You start seeing yourself blessed. These exploits we're talking about, these heights we're talking about, it has to be produced by the word of God. 
has to be produced by the word of God. So you need to take the word and begin to apply it in your life. If you are struggling with a habit, an addiction, take the word of God as well. There are scriptures that are bound on that. No? Whoever the son says free is free indeed. So you take the scripture about freedom and you start meditating. You start focusing. You, you zero in. And then it becomes like a laser, laser beam that cuts through. Hallelujah. Yeah, so your faith, it begins to, to get stronger. It be, begins to get more effective. Yeah, so the unbelief or doubt begins to reduce and it begins to reduce the more you focus on the right word the more you focus on the right word if you need a miracle that's not the time to talk about when jesus is coming that's not the time to go and focus on the scripture eschatology when you need healing no 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 you can't go to the hospital to somebody who is somebody is sick in his bed hospital bed then you go there and start telling him about how jesus will soon come that's not, that's, not, that's not what he needs at that time. All right, yes, of course, he should get saved if he's not saved. But if he's saved, of what use is, 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 is eschatology, teaching on the end times. He doesn't need it at that time. What he needs is the word that addresses his situation. Okay? So when you see somebody, when, when, when somebody is in... Um, is 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 going through challenges maybe academically in your academics as well you can apply the same principle you can apply the same principle and i'm telling you this thing works i used to use it on the campus when when we when we were ministry on the campus years ago i applied the same principle for the students and we had many testimonies of God coming through for, for the students. You know, the spirit of wisdom. Yeah, you begin to, you begin to um, um, specialize, apply the mind of a specialist in those areas. And then you see how God will begin to move. You see, the word of God becomes effective. Remember the word of God? The scripture says of the word of God in, um, in Hebrews chapter 4. And, uh, in Hebrews chapter, chapter 4, verse, verse 12, it says, For the word of God is living and powerful, it's living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the spirit and of the joints and marrow, is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. So, let me share this experience I had many years ago I used to have I used to have problems with um, I used to have um, problems with depressive thoughts okay depressive thoughts I had depressive thoughts problem at some point I had problems of lust you know and oh and so I wanted to die I wanted to kill myself but I was afraid to kill myself so I started praying for God to kill me can you imagine that yeah but what happened? How did I get my freedom? How did I break that? Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. I took, I took the approach of a specialist. Okay? So I went to Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Let me open that and read it to you. 
I, I employed the, the discipline of a specialist. So when I say specializations in faith, I'm talking about the discipline that is required. All right. So I went to Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 and I read it. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So after reading Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, you know what? Then I turn and I personalize it. I personalize it and I say, Eric, you're not going to think any thought outside Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. You're not going to think any thought, any thought that is not true, any thought that is not noble, any thought that is not just, any thought that is not pure, any thought that is not lovely, any thought that is not of good report, any thought that is not of virtue, any thought that is not praiseworthy, is not welcome in your mind. Eric, you're not going to think outside Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 is a boundary around your mind. I put Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 as a boundary around my mind. And I begin to do that. I would do that in the morning, afternoon, evening, every day. I was drinking this. I was sleeping this. I was thinking this. And I was breathing Philippians 4, 8. And I did that. I can't remember for how many weeks. But one day I was doing it. You know, but I know it was, it was more than four weeks. I was doing sometimes six times a day. Sometimes ten times a day. I would just go there. Go there. I'm, I'm, this is, I'm working on something. I'm specializing in the, in the, in the, in the um, domain of my mind. Okay? I, I want to capture that. I want to capture my mind. Because my mind, an area of my mind, of my life has been taken over by the enemy. So I need to reclaim it. So because I want to reclaim it, what do I do? I took the word of God. And I am telling you, I mean, I don't even know how I got the idea to do this because I've never heard anyone talk about approaching, approaching my situation like that. Never. But I think it was the Holy Spirit that, that dropped that in my heart. And I began to do that. And I began to do that. And one day I was doing that. On my way to school, I was doing that. And then I just heard the voice of the Holy Spirit deep down in my spirit, very clear. He said, have you noticed that you don't have those thoughts anymore? I was, wow, I was so impressed. I, have, I had gotten so much into it that I didn't even realize that I didn't have those problems anymore in my mind. I didn't realize that I have overcome in, those, in my thought life. I didn't realize that I have overpowered those thoughts that were that had gotten a grip of my mind. Okay. So if you're going to do great things. If you're going to rise. Let me tell you. You cannot rise to a height that your mind has not been. You cannot. So you, ha you, you, you have to learn to master the area of your mind. If you're going to go far with God. You remember the case. You remember the story of Gideon and his, um, and his army. 
hundreds of thousands of soldiers. And God says, these people are too many. They're too many. You know what, God? God had to reduce those people. God had to reduce those people, you know, and to, to, to a point that it, it didn't make sense. You know why God, God relieved the other people? Their minds were different. Their minds were not configured for battle. Yeah, they were fearful people. Their minds, they, they could not see victory in their minds. They could not see victory in their minds. And because they could not see victory in their minds, God said, go home. Go home. And I only, I'm going to use only 300 people whose, whose minds are, are clear. They can see victory. What do you see right now? What height do you see? What can you achieve? Now, if, you, if all you see is negative and defeat, then you need to start working on your mind. Specialize. Have the, cultivate the discipline of a specialist and start working on your mind. Hallelujah. Start working on your mind and, and make sure you break those things off your mind. You know, demons are very persistent. They are very stubborn. They, are, they, they would continue to insist and insist and insist you know, so they will, they, will, they will try to get a grip over your mind. Yeah. They'll try to get a grip over your mind. It starts with a thought. And the more you allow it, it starts spreading. It starts spreading. It starts spreading. The man of God described it. He said, you know, he was praying for for, 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 for someone, then God opened his eyes in the spirit and he saw the mind of this person is like a leech. You know, leeches on the mind of that person. And those, the, those leeches were demons. Those were thoughts, destructive thoughts that have gotten hold of this person's mind. So he took the power of God to break that. But then the word of God has the power to penetrate. Remember we read it in Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. There's nowhere the word of God cannot go. The word, the world was framed by the word of God. Okay, according to Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 3. So the world, also the world you are going to enter into and the world you are going to experience is going to be framed by the word of God. So it's time for you to get more acquainted with the word of God. You need to get, get, get the word of God and hold it. It is your life. It is your future. It is the height that you want to attain. It is the exploits that you want to, to accomplish. It's right there in the word of God. You need to understand that the word of God in, in potential form is powerful. In potential form, the word of God is powerful, but the potential will not be unlocked. You will not experience the authority of God's word. You will not experience the power, the dunamis in God's word. Because the word of God has dunamis and it has um, exousia. You will not experience them if you just leave it in the pages of the book. If you approach the Bible just as a, you know, as a history book, you know, just full of nice stories, very good stories, you know, for telling 
um, for, for, for sharing with children when they're going to bed. You go read David and Goliath. And then, you know, if, if you leave it at that, then you are not going to tap the power, the full, you will not be able to experience the full potential of the word of God. So, develop the mindset of a specialist when it comes to the word of God. All right? So, ask yourself, what area, how high do I need to go? So, get into the word of God and start meditating. Look for the scriptures. That covers that. Remember, faith begins with the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right? So if you don't hear the word of God on a particular subject, you can't have faith to walk in that. That's just a reality. That's just how it works. Okay? So I want to, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to develop the mindset of a specialist, especially when you are faced with a particular situation or you want to ascend to a particular height. You want to ascend to a particular height in your career, in your business, in your relationships, or whatever, in your walk with God, even in your spiritual life. You need faith. It's all by faith. The just shall live by faith. If you don't have faith, you are at the mercy of circumstances. You are at the mercy of the economy. You are at the mercy of how things are going. No. <laughs> yeah. So I want to encourage you. Become diligent. Apply your mind. Begin to work on those areas that need to be worked on. Don't just say, God, do something. No, God is waiting for you to do something. Don't be like the, 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 the father of that boy. Okay, if you if, just have compassion. Jesus said, if you believe. All right. He's asking Jesus, if you can do something. It's not a matter of can do. God can do anything. But can you believe him? Can you believe him? Can you trust him? Can you have faith in his word? Okay. So, we're going to pray right now. And, 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 and um, I want you to really trust God. I want you to trust God. There's some faith that has entered your heart and you've been listening to me. Some faith has come into your spirit right now. Don't let it, don't, don't, don't ignore it. Take it as precious and now begin to apply it. I want to tell you, within the next 24 hours, do something about what you've heard, okay? Do something about it within the next 24 hours and then the word of God will start working in you. But if you leave it, you lose it. That's how it works. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I pray for your people. You know where everyone is. You know what their needs are. You know the height that they can attain. And you know the exploits that they can do, they can carry out in your name. Lord, I pray. That you begin to give them the ability to locate your word. Your, the scriptures. The word that has to do with where they are going. Give them the, 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 the understanding and the wisdom of a specialist. Even for those areas. Thank you Lord. I give you praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Before we go I want to pray for those who want to give their lives to Jesus. If you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray for you. 
um, you want to get born again, maybe you have drifted away, you want to come back, just pray this after me. Say, Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I confess with my mouth, Lord God, save me. Jesus, come into my heart. Wash away my sins and make me a new person. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, before we go, as you know, if you want to give your offering, you know, giving, giving your offering, I want to pray for your offerings. I want to pray for you as you, as you give. Some of you have given already or some of you are going to give. Uh, I just want to speak God's blessing over your life right now as, as, as you give. Father, I pray for your people. Thank you for the blessing. The blessing that goes with obedience to your word. The blessing that goes with supporting your work. I speak it into their lives. I speak, O oh Father God, financial wisdom. I speak, O oh Father, that you give unto them the power to get wealth. That you may establish your covenant through them, O oh God. I pray, O oh Father, for, for skills, witty inventions and ideas. Wealth creating ideas. To flow through them, O oh God, even as they give faithfully to your work. Thank you, Father. I give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. God bless you real good. Don't forget to, to uh, share the message with others and, and get people to subscribe to this channel. And uh, we'll be back same time next week, same channel. God bless you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.